Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Rainbow Wrap-Up. And tonight we're joined, of course, by the one and only Sean Iman. What's up, Sean? What's up, Wayne? What's up, Warrior Nation? You know, we had another win this past week. So we're going to talk about that, Um, of course. And it was in Ching Field and Colt Brennan Week and Colt Brennan Night. And that's going to be amazing. But first, we got to bring in a very special guest tonight in place of our Lao Lao head. And that's our very close friend, Aaron Montoya. What's going on, Aaron? Hey, how's it going, guys? Nice to be here. Uh, well, Aaron, you have an interesting story as well. And just talk about your your UH connection, maybe, and why you are such a passionate UH fan. Yeah, so I'm originally from uh, the Coachella Valley, Southern California. Um, my entire family is from Hawaii. We're the only ones who uh, lived out here. And, you know, everyone in this area either is a USC fan or UCLA but it was my grandparents who would send me UH shirts and hats, and watches. And, and every once in a while, you know, I would see a, a nationally televised game. And that, that was fun for me, you know. And it, but as time went on, when June Jones came in and all the games were being televised here in California every Saturday, mm-hmm. I just um, became a diehard fan. You know, it, it was my life was all around UH football. And, and um, you know, my, my, my grandparents used to tailgate season ticket holders and, um, I got actually my grandfather, the games that weren't being showed out here, you know, he was like 89 years old, taught him how to use the VCR, mm-hmm. he would use his walker, go to the VCR, record the games for me. <laughs> and yep. then um, I wouldn't watch TV, you know, until I got that videotape the following Wednesday. And then I watched the games that way. But it's just, um, wow. I think mostly my, my, my grandfather's influence, you know, mm-hmm. always course talking about it and you know it's a, it's a family tradition you know something that was passed yeah. down to me but and uh as i got older and you know started working on my own um my mother actually went to usc for her doctorate degree and she happened to say hey does usc have a football team and i said yeah they do they're pretty good too and she goes well they're playing uh you want to go see a game so we hopped on the plane i saw my first game at aloha stadium june jones's first game wow and mm-hmm. To me, to walk into that stadium and to be around other UH fans that weren't mm-hmm. UCLA or yeah. <laughs> weren't USC and yeah. nobody's making fun of the logo on my shirt or my hat, you know, because growing up here in California. Of course. I mean, I was hooked. I mean, just the roar of that crowd and seeing all the fans there and people just like me. I'm like, wow, this is I was addicted. And ever since then, I had season tickets. Um, I would plan my season out. I would save money. I would fly out um, Friday night, uh, fr- Thursday night and the, or Friday night, depending on, you know, the schedule. And I would, I've been at almost every home game. Wow. Since, you know, <clears throat> awesome. So, yeah. Well, you also were traveling, right? You talked, you, you told me about that time when there were some, uh, I don't know if people remember the days when airlines offered like a pack of tickets for a year. You, I remember you said that you took advantage of that before, right? Coming to every right, UH right. home game one time. Talk so about that. So 2006, 2007, ATA Airlines uh, was flying out of Ontario and it was like um, $99 each way. And so after work, I would just drive out to Ontario, park my car and I'd be on a plane. You know, wow. it's, it was 200 round trip. I got to see my wow. family for the day. My friends were there yeah. and, it's kind of funny. They would actually um, put in their request for, for Mexican barbecue. So I would buy it the day before. I would freeze it. Nice. And um, by the time I got to the stadium, I'm the grill was ready to go. The meat had yeah. defrosted and we barbecued. Wow, you know? that's awesome. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Wow. And to watch all the UH fans like, what is that? Where, I mean, where did you get that at? You know, so something different. I guess they hadn't seen in a while. Well, what a year that 2006, seven year was, obviously. Um, I, I was in my last year of college, actually, in New York. So all of the games I went to were on. I did go to a few home games. Like I went to October break home game. At, that was the year, of course, we played Alabama. Um, the year I went, and then that was the year where we probably, you know, we lost the Alabama game. We also lost the Boise and the Oregon State game, right? So you were you mm-hmm. at those two games as well? Do you remember what I remember that that Oregon State game is the last game I can remember that was. I'm not too sure. I mean, I to look on that, but the Oregon State game was sold out. Was one of the was a major sellout. I remember. Wait, that was the the the. the year we lost. No, the 2006. No, no it was it was at the end of the season. It was at the oh, end of the okay. year. Yeah, yeah. That was um, 2006. We lost three times, and honestly, that was probably our best team, right? And then, you know, yeah. we 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 slaughtered. Um, Arizona State in the Hawaii Bowl and Colt had a great game. And that's kind of when all of that chatter started and which I expected, you know, similarly, and that's bringing it back to today um, with, of course, Calvin Turner um, and his decision to return to Hawaii, even though he had a huge bowl um, out showing on national TV and in a game that was the only game on TV that day that was college football. So everybody was watching, you know, so that in similar fashion, I mean, we don't know if Calvin Turner will have the same legacy as Cole Brennan, probably not just because Calvin is almost done with his career, but um, it was beautiful to, to, to have that Cole Brennan night and for Cal and for Calvin Turner to be playing. And of course um, that was this past Saturday's first ever game with fans at TC Ching Field. Um, of course, the Bows played and defeated New Mexico State um, in, again. in similar fashion. Yeah, again. To the la- <laughs> again. So, the- <laughs> wow, what a game with so much history. That's going to be a great trivia question. It's like we played the same team twice. It was the first game with fans. I mean, it's Cole Brennan Knight. So much um, tucked away into that game. But, um, Sean, what are, what are some of the things you take away from just, um, you know, quite a night? I think it was very emotional. Like yeah. I wasn't there, but like, yeah, you could feel it like the whole week, like on social media, like just the, the tributes and watching the videos, reliving the 2006, 2007 season. It was just, you know, amazing to see. Yeah. You know, how, how good he was. His, yeah. his throws, you know, the stadium, the stadium was alive and jumping. So yeah. Different era, um, for sure, for sure. But, you know, Cole Brandon, he also uh, was a guy that like, we, we knew um, towards the end of his life, you know, wasn't yeah. that close to the program. So, um, and he, he really, he did come to the stadium when the 2017 was honored, which is great to see him. But I wish he had had this moment, you know, while he was still alive. Um, and mm-hmm. that would have been nice in front of a full capacity stadium. But, and that's something mm-hmm. we do have to bring up because that is, um, something that has just been recently announced and when uh, Mayor Blangiardi said it was time to move forward. And now the next game, and we'll talk about, uh, before we get back to New Mexico State, we will talk about the fact that the San Diego State game, which will be on November 7th, uh, will be, or November 6th, sorry, um, 6th. will be played in front of a full house of vaccinated fans. Mm-hmm. 
disclaimer, but I, you know, that's another choice to be vaccinated, right? If you want to go to the game. So um, that'll be exciting as well. I think it'll be, um, it'll, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I, I'm excited. I, I, it'll be, it'll be interesting for sure. Do you expect everything. the max capacity crowd? Do you think UH yeah. is going to be able to get I don't to know if they're going to the get 9,000. I don't know if they're going to be able to get distributed tickets in time, first yeah. of all. Um, because it's so close. I mean, they might, it's just, it, it, it like the team, we, we are coming off a win. Um, and you know, it, it it's, it's hard during the pandemic. Still a lot of people don't might want, not want to go out, even if they are vaccinated. So might I will, and the, at the end of the day, our fan base has taken a huge hit. So I'm going to start with that before I start making excuses with the pandemic, because mm-hmm. our fan base is way lower than it was ever. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that we have this pandemic just made everything worse, for sure. But if the pandemic didn't cause the downfall of, of the fan base, it was it was just neglect on on, on and retaining fans that have been around for a long time and and not taking that for granted, quite frankly, and instead maybe trying to develop a new generation of fans. But this generation has passed. I mean, it's 15 years since Colt Brennan played. So it is um, definitely a new era. And this stadium is a part of that. And Aloha Stadium is a part of the old era. And so there's a lot of changes, I will say. Um, but it'll be nice to have a full capacity. Uh It'll be interesting. I know we want to talk about my game experience. I don't know if we want to talk about that yet. Anything we want to talk about the New Mexico State game? Um, uh, or do yeah, we what was to- your take? I mean, you know, we only, I only saw a small well, I got to be there, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I, so, yeah. I mean, was the overall presentation of the Cole Brennan night, was, was, was it better than what they showed on TV? I mean. I mean. Did you cry, Wayne? I, I cried because of Cole Brennan, of yeah. course, seeing him, seeing it on the screen. Oh. Of course, I'm going to. Whenever you show me highlights of Cole Brennan and all the amazing things that he did, of course, I'm going to be extremely emotional. That doesn't take that doesn't take much. Um, I, I thought that the presentation was was long. It was was it was long waiting. Put it that way. Like it, I just felt like I was happy that it happened. It was kind of surreal especially when Billy V said that the number was finally retired. I just thought to myself, like, why do we wait this long? I'm so Thank glad God. we did it. But like, <laughs> could have been done for whenever. It could have been done when he was alive to hold <laughs> his own plaque. Right. But you know what? And we, we talked about this. If you go and watch my interview with Colt mm-hmm. um, and Mahalo to people like Sean and Timmy, who helped to make that connection where, where, where Colt, you know, was reaching out to want to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, because he, uh, you know, you never know what, what kind of time you're going to get back. And we had to fight to even get that interview. There are people that didn't want us interviewing him. And that's just the truth. And there are people oh. around the program. And it's not like I'm not saying they weren't justified because Colt, quote unquote, burned a lot of bridges. And he admits mm-hmm. to it, you know, because he and I, I brought this up in the interview with him. I was straight up with him. Um, of course, in the most loving way, because I love Colt Brennan, and that's why I can ask him these questions. But the fact is, you know, he did, he he did, he did, he his reputation changed right towards the end of his life, right. and that was sad. But to us, he was always our hero, and we always loved him. And we and I wish that same love and care was shown to him by the program as well, because if they did so, even if he 
show them up, even if they had to get him a babysitter and make sure he didn't drink alcohol at all until the ceremony started, you know, that would have been worth it, you know, flying him from Kona or something and, you know, just whatever. But, you know, those days are gone. And I'm not saying we can go back and change history, but that's something that needs to be said. I'm sorry, it does. And I am, I'm happy that he's been, his number is now officially retired. I hope that it's a part of the program's, I hope it's a part of the, the, the stadium. I hope it's on the side of the building. I hope it's on the field. I really do. 15 should be a part of the branding of this program now forever. His spirit is with this program, which is now changing. It's different and it's different. I mean, the stadium is not ready. It's not even a stadium. It's like just stands basically. Yeah, for the love of God, can we please yeah. get that number 15 available for purchase? Exactly. That's like, another thing. Like people want like, clamoring for like 15. A- gold mine but talk about it why 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 are we not though why john why i that's a great question like it when they when they debuted the the number it should have been available like a month later you know there's so many people are wearing the 15 and it was the old you know the old one and if you want one of those old ones it's like 300 to 500 bucks on ebay so so to make it the Adidas number 15, I think it's a no brainer. It's, mm-hmm. it's a moneymaker yep. and this, this program needs it. Yeah. What about you? You, you still, you still holding on to your old um, Colt Brandon 15 gear, Aaron, or you got, you, you've been stocking up or. No, I, I, I have tons of UH gear and people mm-hmm. go, what are you going to do with all this stuff? You know, get rid of it. And you know, I can't, you know, it's mm-hmm. just like this Jersey. It's like, one of my favorite jerseys and i'm like why don't you buy a new one it reminds I me did. of mcmac in that jersey <laughs> yeah but i did but uh, that's the chow guys, era <laughs> if you guys noticed um you know the new jerseys they have once you put it into the washer one time the numbers all crack up yeah you yeah. know and i, I had yeah. to you know they gave me a hard time at the at, on campus but they finally took it back but you know so now i i, I wash it by hand you know so Oh, you actually returned your jerseys? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I was like, hey, I said one game, it shouldn't, you know, the numbers shouldn't be cracking like this. No, no, it's true. No, it's true. It happened to me too. I mean, yeah, I didn't need to, I probably shouldn't have dried it anyways, but still I was like, it was like, looked like it was, it was like a hundred dollar jersey. You would expect it. Yeah. It wasn't even in the dryer. It was just in the washer. So when the spin cycle went, it cracked, cracked all up. Yeah. 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 So. Well, you know, with Colt, though, I mean, and his the point is being on on trend, like people are looking, people are reaching out to me. Where can we find Colt Brandon stuff? I don't know the school who owns the rights to that number and the logo. Maybe they should all they do is make UH 15 on the back. Like literally, they could have just done that. The 15 shirt. I mean, I, I think that apparel is is way, way lacking, way lacking. And I buy well, cheap apparel yeah, from that like, school. You can too. get it at Hawaii's finest or. Uh, yeah, are, is that going back to the school? Is HI's no. finest paying well, royalties I mean, back to the school? I, think they I, d- both I doubt it. I doubt they both it. donate. If they donate, they're not. They don't have royalties, anyways. If they donate, yeah. that's great. I'm not saying that they don't. That I'm just saying, like it, it's not on. It's not on them on HI's finest or Tokyo Dachi or whatever to be spreading the brand awareness of the team and to. Um, we know the answer why there will be like they were late on the cult on the Bruno Mars wearing the baseball jersey that everybody was looking yeah. for. So let's not be surprised. And this is like the same thing. We're talking about these same themes every single time. It's, it's tiring. And that's 
And that's what I mean. As a fan of this program, it's scary seeing how we're losing so many fans and we're not even on the pulse of what the fans, the few fans that we have want. Hint, listen to the show. We'll tell you. Right. Um, well, like, you know, let's let's just say like that Colt Brennan, like Nike era. That was a beautiful jersey. Like, right. I we agree. were at the cutting edge back then, like with June yeah. Jones and the yeah. different jerseys. And so they never left Nike. Matching the helmets Nike. and stuff. Yeah, we were we were top notch. So. Yeah. Should never have left Nike. That's what I'm saying. These are poor administrative decisions. I think Nike pay-per-view under armor. <laughs> I mean, even if Nike, we signed with under armor, then Nike yeah, was still, true. and Nike's they still doing the college. Yeah. So it's just bad administrative decisions. Sean, that's not them. It's like Nike is cool. Did you like Under? has under armor at any point gotten to Nike's level since they've no. been around? Hell no. no. Hell no. Are they even on the Adidas level? No, I don't even no, but think I think so. um I think Nike didn't give us any money. They just gave us apparel. Oh, for, for sure. But that's what I'm saying. Under, what, yeah. Is the money, what matters? The money, or you could have been selling how many jerseys, like you said. Right. Under Armour point. gave us How cash. can you be selling stuff? <laughs> yeah, that we used for to pay for subsidies that we also took upon ourselves. And then also, right. we also got cash from Spectrum. So is that, are you saying it's always good to take the cash? It's the same argument you're making right now, Sean. Right. So right. this is what I'm saying. Like, you, if you do so at the peril of your program's, you know, demise, then that's, uh, that's your fault. And that's the problem. Like, the pandemic is hiding so many of the issues that have been within the program for a long time. A long time. Not just this current administration who... You know, it hasn't done anything to me that I'm going to celebrate for sure. God. Um, and none has anybody recently. The big, the last thing, Ben Jay making us Rainbow Warriors and Rainbow Wahine has been like one decision that sticks out. That I'm like, okay, finally, somebody sat down and made something that brand awareness that we can kind of differentiate and like build upon. But we haven't taken... We it's like and, and even when we have nice uniforms, like when the men's volleyball team wears like cool uniforms or something, it's like that should just be all over Instagram the next day. Like, buy this. Like, period. And people will buy it. People will pay a lot of money for for a nice jersey, for something they see. Even Bo Graham wearing that hat. Like, make a freaking post. Like, haha, you see our physical coordinator making on the sidelines. Where we talk about that something that's being on the pulse of the fans. We talk about him wearing that hat wear a hat just like Bo Graham on the sideline. It's like a joke. Like who's going to wear a hat just because the offensive coordinator wears it. But it's just a part of like adding people to, because that is a part of growing fans, but it's a small percentage, but in spirit, which is a part of these items, spirit gear, we already know spirit doesn't pay for anything because everyday fans are not, you know, essential to the program. Like the super rich fans are. And this is not me being like, you know, facetious. This is me being serious because this is how they feel. So that's why these decisions, these very micro decisions to you and I are major decisions to, to, to neglect your, your stock and making sure you have like cool, like I remember when we had the white out and I had the white, the only white Under Armour shirt I could find was like so oddly fitting, had the weirdest collar. It was like a workout shirt that was made with like an under armor material wicking material, but it was like, nobody would wear it to work out. Cause it was like shaped so oddly. And I was like, who bought this? Like who thought this shirt was a good idea? And like, that's, that's not a little, th- like th- these things, these things have repercussions, but nobody cares. People want to focus on who the coach is and who's calling the plays. Like, 
brah, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is why it takes educated fans from just everyday fans. That's the difference. And, and that's why we're, what we talk about on this show, for one thing, is because brand awareness, fan awareness, awareness of the pulse of the fans is imperative. And I will say the team, um, go back to the stadium, they understood that there were parts with Aloha Stadium that weren't working. Um, that they could have fixed there, like PA. They had the same old PA at Aloha Stadium for whenever. He's not there at, at Ching. It's a new guy. And he's he's doing hard. He's He did some fun stuff that I enjoyed. Um, like the first down Chihu thing. Like, I don't know if you guys could hear that on TV. It was like, first down Chihu. Like, that that should be that. I don't even know why we didn't think of that before. I think that's brilliant, honestly. Right. Like, everybody can do that. First down, Chihu. And at, only we would do that. That's the point. We need things unique to us. Unique exactly. to Hawaii. Unique to Hawaii. We are Hawaii. We're already so unique. And, uh, you know, that's like, why, you know, they hard. had the conch shell. The conch shell blowing on third down. They brought that back. Yeah. And earlier in the season, you know, they just had that, that, that bell sound, which you hear at every mainland college, yeah. you know, on third down. And the moment I heard that, I was like, wow, that's so mainland, you know, because – yeah. That concha on third down, June Jones days. I mean, that was that was amazing yeah. to me. Yeah, I mean, it, it did. It, you're right. The June Jones. You're right. The June Jones days. He he appreciated what he, right. he knew what it made game environment meant. Yeah. But keep going. Imagine we if we had you know the mascot blowing the concha on third down, you know, mm. or or a student or something, you know. It's... Mm. Yeah. How long has it been since we've had a mascot? Yeah, oh that's God. the thing. We need a mascot. Mm-hmm. We need a mascot, yeah. and uh, and that's so, why. So I, Wayne, I need... <sighs> Wayne, was the the game day experience? It was better than Aloha Stadium, right? Like, uh, or or they got. I miss the stadium. I would still. Go. Oh God, they have way more. Right. A stadium. It's not even. A, it's not a stadium. It's like <laughs> a fence that has four <laughs> quadrants of like bleachers that's that's all it is with a track in the middle of it and there's like pits everywhere there's like sand there's like all kind areas that not even never been irrigated before look like like still look like the quarry days or something it's like i don't expect those parts to be done yet but and that's the thing like I'm I'm not gonna harp on the the cosmetic parts because it is what it is. It is they what it is. It's it the up. first year. They just threw it up. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing to be praised about. Like, oh my god, it's beautiful because mm-hmm. it's just what is what it is. No sofi. But it needs. <laughs> it's gonna be. Well, it's not even San Jose. Mm-hmm. I don't even think. But um, <laughs> you know, it it will. And first of all, it's very comfortable. Those are super uncomfortable. People are gonna be incredibly uncomfortable without bucket seats. And mm-hmm. I and I see that being. Now that's that's changed gears slightly. Uh, well, first of all, let's talk about the game itself so we don't get too far away from that. I thought um, in terms of like the game environment, it's from the cold brand night. I thought it was super awkward that they brought the family up to present a $15,000 check that was made out to UH Athletics and not to the cold brand fund, which would have been the perfect night. Even if Oops. even if it was set up earlier in his name, but you bring him up there, you know that he has a fund and then you give the money to the school. So give them three grand. I don't know. I, I don't know if the school's gonna just forward that money on. I doubt it. No, I doubt it. But it would be nice if they at least use that fifteen thousand dollars to put in a Colt Brennan statue or whatever. Why? I don't know how much statues cost. They probably cost more than fifteen thousand dollars, like a bronze statue, but or a bus. Why we did could... they 
why did they frame the white jersey? I don't understand. Yeah, that like, was so weird what, too. Like, like he barely it, played in that the jersey. Road, the road team jersey, like it needs to be black. And it that's wasn't the, even. It was like a Adidas jersey. Yeah, it was. It's not. It, a Nike, it did look like it was. It wasn't a, a Nike frame. jersey. It wasn't. It a wasn't Nike a jersey. Nike jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Should be switched. Hey, don't out. you have his own? Like, I'll be but shocked. Like Would you think that, that they'd have the his own jersey still there? But yeah. yeah, even still, yet, yeah, yeah, you got to have the black. It needs to be black. Yeah, it's and what Cole Brand is known for. Well, it's yeah. it, this is the kind of stuff we're talking about, like knowing the culture. Yeah, so, and it's so it's, it's just so close, but whiff. A little yeah. bit of a whiff. Um, yeah. you know, the family was there. That was nice. I, I like that we we did the singing thing to One Love. That was cool, and that. Anything that involves everyone is cool. Like that should be a rule. Everything that involves involves everyone. And it's hard. Not everyone's going to love everything. Obviously, everybody likes seeing dots race around the screen. I have no idea why, but I really guess everyone's so charged. <laughs> like third down, people are quiet. Like, let me just eat, take one, not a bite of my, my Terry burger. And then like, as soon as the dots, oh, blue bread, like people are going nuts, mm-hmm. like screaming for their colors. Like this Save your energy for the actual game. I've never understood that. That's so weird that you were at a low stadium. That was always the strangest thing. Um, But hey, fans pay money. They they can be whatever entertained as long as they don't make noise when we're on offense, obviously. But um, you know, have fun, and it it doesn't have to be about the game. And that's that's Hawaii sports fans. You know, that's that's you know what we're doing at Hawaii sports fans as well. Go to hisportsfans.com or yeah, a special internet deal for if you're a Titans fan. Uh, to come to SoFi, but you know, at the end of the day, all of their tours here are based on that experience, total experience, not just what's happening in the game, not just worrying about who wins or loses. Like you can't control that, right? As a fan, like we can control as much as we can. Maybe we can make noise. Maybe we can cause a few penalties. But at the end of the day, it's it's our team, and we we have to be able to enjoy ourselves, whether we win, whether our team loses, and um, a lot of that has to do with how people feel about being at a game. Right. How do they feel about being there at a game? How do they, um, you know, want, do they, do they come away like happy or do they come away with like, Oh, that was such a weird experience. And I, uh, the thing is like, I, I can't, I'm going to, I can't even imagine 9,000 people cramming into what is there right now. I don't, I don't even know what it's going to look like. I mean, obviously 10,000 people fit into the Stan Sheriff center. So it's not like, but um, you know, people have to, get their pre-screen for the luma site thing you got to show your mm-hmm. uh app mm-hmm. so yeah if you're if you're if you're planning on going to be in there next week and if you even if you just want to go uh, download the app right now because it takes three days to verify your vaccine card which they don't tell you so right. luckily i did mine's early um i guess if you just take your card you can use it that way and you can show mm-hmm. them i guess but i already had you know they said to download the app so you you, you have to upload your card to the to the app and then they give you like a green check to verify you um but yeah i mean that that'll cause some some a little bit of traffic going to the stadium but yeah i don't i just don't know nine thousand. i don't know if we'll have nine thousand. maybe they'll just say buy tickets there i mean old school like show up and buy tickets and just sit wherever like i i don't think they would do that or but maybe they would no, just i i, I mean the easiest thing would just do waves it would just do waves of letting people buy online that's the best way that for them to do it at this they point. said they're gonna go back to the season ticket holders first they're gonna contact them it was a timmy ported like tagged me in a khon news story. Oh, okay they yeah said they're gonna go they're gonna go to the seat which they should 
no, no, of you course know? they should, but we're talking about distribution. You, you're going to go through everybody, and are you going to go to the people that well, only like, it took, are it, doing season it took tickets? Them weeks. I mean, they, yeah. yeah, they need they need to be on it. Like, I don't even think they got through everybody. I don't even think they finished though, and yeah. and you know they're still going to get through everybody. That's what I'm saying. Like, this stadium is just not, you oh. know, it's just it's not a stadium, and I, I'm sad. Okay, so let's talk play. about that, like. Because some people think that this stadium's the answer, and that we don't need new Aloha Stadium. There's no answer. All the, no, it's a band all, all the money should just be put into yeah. building this thing up, and UH should just play all their home games there going forward. Okay. What do you say, Aaron? What do you say, Aaron? Go for it. Aaron. You know, it, it's nice that they were able to put something together so quickly, but you know, the way I look at it, it should be like a, a glorified um, practice field, and we need to get the new Aloha Stadium built. And then reading the news today, it sounds like they're pushing to not even build the new Aloha Stadium. I don't know if you guys saw that today, but mm. well, the three, know. the three former, the three former governors, which we'll say, right. have nothing to do. They have, I mean, Ben Caetano, he always has an opinion about everything, and Abercrombie, I think it was Wahey, was the other one um, that joined him in saying that they believe, and and they're not wrong. I'm not saying they're wrong, but instead of building NAST or NASED, the new Aloha Stadium Entertainment District, because it's going to be way more than the stadium, if we've seen any of the renderings, is to put in affordable housing instead, which is funny, right, in Hawaii, because we're like, of course, we're going to be like, okay, we put in affordable housing, and then we have like uh, five, 450 square foot starting at $975,000. You know, it's <laughs> like, we already know what the, the story is. So that's kind of funny too, but if you make 75,000, yeah, they're like, you know, <laughs> even if you don't call, I mean, like it's, it's crazy. So that is, um, I think that's given the state of the program. That's why I always revert back to where are we trending? Where we are down. This is, don't make a don't make any mistake about it. We're playing on, on campus is is a downgrade from playing in Aloha Stadium. Mm-hmm. Aloha Stadium is a freaking is a legendary historic venue. I, I feel like they should do homecoming. As much there. as people want to crap on Aloha Stadium, it's it has it has my grandma's ghost in it and the rest is the rest of ours. Right. And TC Ching ain't nothing, ain't even close. So let's stop. Don't even go there where we're going. Like we want to talk about how. This is the answer. It ain't the answer. It's kind of a joke in a way. And I won't use that word only because it they just had to build it. But it's sad. I mean, there's a lot of high school fields. They're definitely better than it right now. There's no sidelines. There's only one screen, video screen, that is blocked by a huge pillar if you're sitting on the Malka sideline. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, so if you're on the Malka side, you're not going to really see that. I mean, I was sitting on it, but you have to always turn your head because um, it's in that corner. Um, so the sight lines from the parking structure look pretty cherry. Well, the sight line, they were blocking people, they were kicking people off of the, the parking garage. So yeah, they put up the tarps, right? They put up those tarps. Yeah. Now was so, that they said it was construction? Was there really construction going on there? Or was he just blocking the fence? Um, I don't know. There might have been <clears throat> there might have been construction because honestly, I don't know if they would have put up the tarps, but they were still kicking people out. I mean, they weren't letting people stand there anyway. So um, they're pretty vigilant of, of people being there, but I, I mean, there are people getting close, you know, Brad, who is a sponsor of the show. I want to reach out, Brad, Oahu sports fans at Oahu nice. sports fans. If you want to go hang out with Brad at Oahu sports fans? Um, go check him out on Instagram. He is the sponsor of the show, actually. So mahalo for I our, love it. always, um, helping out. Um, but 
he I got to hang out with him a little bit in front of Stan Sheriff. Um, it's just different. And I mean, look, can we fill 35,000 right now? No, no, no. I'm not even going to let you guys answer that question. I'm going to answer it for you because it's a pretty obvious one. We can't even get to 20. Uh, <clears throat> we can't barely get to 20. So nine, nine will be the test. I'm serious. Like, and I, I don't think we're going to get 9,000 season ticket holders. And, and even, and even though the school was like, well, we're not going to let everybody get season tickets. I have my season tickets for next year. And guess what? Most of the map was empty when I went pick my season tickets. And I was a late season ticket holder. I mean, <clears throat> call, even though I've been a season ticket holder for 15 years and never missed mm-hmm. a single home game. Um, I still was a late addition, you know, a late call. And I, and I had plenty options. Believe me choke options i was like i want to sit as low as you can and she's like well basically every section is open <laughs> like literally and this is the lowest <laughs> you can get in each section like she went over every freaking section with me mm-hmm. so um and that's why i'm saying well are we gonna do that with the with this last game too like okay where you like sit can't empty where you like you think we can accomplish that with nine thousand people in one week no sorry that's it's not gonna happen um I mean, the obvious thing is letting these people, yes, the main people they want to take care of, obviously. That, uh, we've already been talking about this from the beginning. We are not people they need to worry about taking care of. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry. As much as you donate, even if you're in a core member, whatever. If you're not on the top, you're not on the platinum, they're not going to worry about you because they're, these guys are donating absurd amounts of money. A lot of it at the corporate, you know, from corporate channels. But we have people in our who's now in the circle of honor, a woman, and we talk about her all the time, who is basically the number one donor to UH, but it's like, of course they want to make sure these people are hooked up. But I mean, at the end of the day, they're not, I, I to, to fill it up. You're going to have to open it. You, you can't, you cannot be this. You can't, you're not going to be able to be this restrictive, this close to the game because you're not going to get 9,000. You're not going to fill up 9,000. And I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to say if, of all the vaccinated people, first of all, which is also something that's going to prevent some people from going, not everyone, but I think that at least takes out a solid, let's say, 30% of, uh, well, how yeah. much is not? Yeah, because 71% is, yeah. so let's say 30% of the fan base. I, I still think we barely claw to 9,000 of people mm-hmm. that want to go to the game right now. And um, how is that going to uh, translate into the new Aloha Stadium Entertainment District? And that's that's the thing is like Ige was saying, you guys don't even care about UH football. So why should I even open it up? And nobody was being nobody was like, that's why I said nobody was fighting Ige about this. People are on Twitter being all big, like F Ige, like, oh man, I'm sure he's really reading all those tweets and feeling terrible. <laughs> um because UH football is under like the auspices of the state of Hawaii and its government and its you know, and the funding that it provides. Um, so it can go away at any time. And I think, I don't think it's going to go away, but it's going to get smaller. And I mean, if we stay on campus, which I think this is what's going to happen. I, I, I don't, I don't, I think the stadium still needs to be built because we need to have a like concert venue and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. we still need those things. Like, so we still need to build a stadium, but I think UH We'll stay on campus. I don't think they'll ever leave campus. And this and the stadium needs to get a lot better. I, I mean, like, I you got I, I think they still need at least a twenty thousand seats just just because it's a stadium on campus. Like, you if you want to get at least fifteen thousand 
to keep the division one FBS status, you should have like right. a, at least a 20,000 just to make sure you can get that 15 in. But right. I think it's UH is putting itself on track to a lower division. Like I said before, by being in the same stadium is a joke. It really is in a lot of ways. And, and I'm not saying it's always going to be that way, but in its current stat, state, it is. It's like it's bleachers that people will not sit in. For mm-hmm. one thing, this is Hawaii. People are not going to, those bleachers are super freaking uncomfortable. They're like normal. It is uncomfortable. Yeah. I watched the, Aluminum bleachers. Scrimmage there a couple years ago, and it it's hard sitting on that concrete. Yeah, nobody's gonna want to sit in the sun. Yeah, it's hard. Well, they're aluminum, so now all the whole stadium is aluminum bleachers now, uh, unless you're sitting in a suite. But I mean, you can bring a pad, or hopefully they have pads. But even if you have a pad with a back, it's gonna be. It's not sitting in a bucket seat with with two armrests. Right. I mean, like everything changes. Like, and those are just not understanding the fans because a lot of fans will not sit on those seats even especially kupuna um, i thought there was i'm sorry to cut you off but i thought there was a rule where you weren't allowed to bring any cushions or or you know stadium adapter seats yeah so they, that, they most stadiums will provide though or you can rent them i mean you have to pay and it's a yeah. lot still paying another 10 bucks to rent per game or and you return them back or you leave them at your seat and they come get them that's what they do at like air force you know, now that I've been to every Mountain West Stadium and I've seen how it's done at every single Mountain West Stadium, I think my I think I know what I'm talking about a little bit. What's going on in Mountain West? Is, certainly, I've been to every stadium, but um, I can tell you that uh, people prefer bucket seats to bleachers, a hundred to one every single time, um, and especially in Hawaii, where we are so where Aloha Stadium has spoiled. People. We're used to that, yeah, yeah, for a long time, anyway. So, I mean. That's going to be something, but we'll see. I mean, there were, there were excited students to be there and uh, players had brought in some students too. And there were people jumping and dancing. So I think that's an exciting element for it being on campus. Like I'm excited to have the students not have an excuse. Like, okay, if you can't walk from your dorm and, and we don't need all the students, even just the students living on campus, mm-hmm. if you can get, you know, 5% of them to show up thousand. to the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. It'll make a big difference. And, you know, just these kids' friends alone, who they hang out with, who they party with. I mean, it's exciting. I mean, I was by uh, Nick Marner, and he had his whole gaggle of friends and his girlfriend. And it was cool. I thought he had a little cheering section. I was like, that's cool. As a college athlete, you have your girlfriend there, and she's dressed all like with your number, and she's looking all cute and stuff. And you got your friends wearing your number. Like, that's what players want. Like, he is like, I mean, and Nick Marner, who... I think we all agree he should probably get the ball even more than he already does, right. you know, is a guy that, you know, he, he can, he has that charisma. He has the looks, he has everything that he could attract a lot of his friends. So that that's, I think exciting. I think the players, like I, I, a lot of players were cheering for their friends. That was cool. Hearing kids saying like their friends names who were there. And I was like, Oh, that's something we don't see. And I was telling Calvin's girlfriend, cause I was sitting next to her, Alexis. I was like, you know, honestly, this is the most students I've seen in a long time. <laughs> game. Even though we're restricted to 1,000, there's only like 200 students here. That's a lot more than like morals games. Like, and it was cool because they were all engaged too. And, and people <laughs> and people were, um, you know, really, really excited to be in, um, you know, this, this venue and make it the most of it. So, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying everything is bad. Like being on campus is good and we could build it up nice, but in its current structure, I don't know how you're going to build it out. It's got to be at least 20 in my opinion. And that's, and it has to be at least 20 and Mm. the way it's built out now, it's kind of narrow even to the sidelines. It's, it's going to be interesting, but I, 
I, I don't know. I think this is where we play forever. I don't think, I don't think we're leaving here. I, I, and I, I, I think mostly because we will never be able to fill up. So why would we go pay rent over there? Like it, why go bother with them? Because yeah. We yeah. Don't... You can keep the concession and the right. The yeah. parking. Yeah. You can keep everything and you, and you don't have to worry about, you know, stadium authority. And like, yeah. like we said, a, a state government in Hawaii is so bloated and just oh, it's crazy bureaucracy with the stadium authority. And then they have the accounting department. So like when we talked about the Cayetano, Abercrombie, whatever, why, Hey, triad where so weird. It's like we, we, the association of former governors, like, mm. it's just so weird. Like how people in Hawaii can do certain things. And I guess, cause you used to be governor, you can do this, make, you know, make your own press release and then get all this coverage because you feel, and they're not wrong. We do need affordable housing, but let's see you out there. It was leading the charge. I don't see them at, 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 at the environmental meetings. I don't see them at a lot of things. Um, so I know this is frustrating. A lot of people like Senator Wakai, who I've had on the show before mm-hmm. um, because he's been such a huge proponent of this new stadium. But the problem that I told him from the very beginning is the fact that nobody communicates there is a lack of cohesion amongst all of these different state agencies, like state of Hawaii, uh, department of whatever, public works, um, the stadium authority, department UH. of accounting services. Then you, then you got UH, then you got the athletic department, even outside of that. It's like none of them communicate. Clearly the state, the, clearly the stadium authority had no communication with anyone. If they caught everyone off guard, I just find it so hard to believe still that's like, Everyone was completely caught off guard by the same. If they were, that means they must never talk to them. Don't you guys have meetings? Don't you guys, don't you guys report to somebody important to say like, hey, we might close the stadium for good. Yeah, like I have friends, I have friends that are like engineers that have refused to go into a stadium for like five or six years because they said that the structural integrity for sure. Like that's what I'm saying. Like if the structural integrity was already compromised back then, what's the point of right now? Like, and why was everybody (laughs) caught off guard? And that's that's a problem that I have, the biggest problem, because all these people who make money off of our tax paying dollars, who um, have nice jobs. These are cush jobs. Let's say this is living in Hawaii. You get to live in a great place, have a white collar job, live in a good area. You better have good ideas. Like how hard is it to, to have good ideas to, to further, um, which I believe is a, is a cultural symbol of Hawaii. Maybe that's too much for some people, a Hawaii football, but it's been around for, Literally, what, 100 years, Sean? Yeah. Um, Before, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or 100 plus. I would call that an institution already of Hawaii because that's longer than some, you know, restaurants that we, we've, we've talked about in Hawaii have been around forever. No, Hawaii football has been along for a long time. So it, do we want to keep going with it? Because other schools will just say no. Other schools will just pull the plug. And remember when Ben Jay had even breached that and people oh, were up in right. arms? I mean, right. would would similar with that same? Would you think that he, that the same thing would happen if if Matlin had made a similar statement? Not that he would, but what if he brought and and let's remember that Ben J said it in the context of if this then this. But people are like, he said that the program is gonna get cut. Like they only they only referenced the second part. But people I were so up in arms. There would be less pushback now than there was then. I think you're right. Yeah. You're probably right. How come? 
Why would you guys say that? Well, because there's less fans and less diehard fans. So there's going to be less noise if they talk about shutting the program down. So. Are you shocked that, I mean, I'm surprised that more fans didn't show up. I mean, let's, let's be really honest. For everybody that really wanted to get into UH football, how many showed up? And let's, I'm not saying they needed to be renegade Antifa-like, you know, <laughs> protesters or something like in mass trying to hide around the stadium, but there weren't exactly people clamoring to get inside outside. And that includes us. I'm calling us well, yeah, that's, as well. I think that's know? where the test will be for this the San Diego state game. Now that there are no restrictions, how many people can you get in there? How many people are willing to go yeah. into there? I, um, I mean, what is your prediction, Sean? Um, I, I'm hoping for 9,000, like realistically, I'm thinking around seven. Yeah. What about you? Aaron? I'm hoping for 9,000 too. Um, if we can't fill 9,000, that's going to be pretty scary. And like you said, we're just going backwards. And my fear would be, you know, you can't even do 9,000. Do we move yeah, down to a lower scary. division? I mean, it's, I mean, we had 16,000 season ticket holders. You should surely be able to fill 9,000. And a lot of people passed. A lot of people passed on, on purchasing season tickets. Yeah. Um, and they're not coming back. They're not passing on season tickets. They're passing on UH football. They're done. Um, and a lot of them are older, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, older. a lot of them. A lot of them needed needed a moment to tell them to step away, and this was the moment that was given to them. Um, but who is there to fill? You know, mm-hmm. uh, but and to them, the in UH's eyes, and UH's eyes, if they find one rich person, that's the equivalent of like a thousand regular fans. So that's what they rather do: go catch those big fish. But they're not even doing that. So, um, you know that that that's what I mean is like. Why not make Hawaii football a priority in Hawaii and make sure we always have a robust fan base that is not only passionate and diehard, but will be willing to to spend money commensurate with the experience given in all other Division One FBS institutions. Like we should expect something. Aloha Stadium wasn't at the standard yet, but as a venue, it was a real stadium with bucket seats, yeah. with history with my grandfather, my grandmothers, your grandparents, Aaron's grandparents, all of our grandparents, mm-hmm. freaking blood, sweat, and tears that went into building it, not only freaking watching games there. It's a symbol of local people and, you know, our resilience in a, a turning, a changing Hawaii. And now it's changing again. And it's not on the uptick this time. UH football is right. not on the uptick. It's on the downtick. And that's the obvious thing that nobody wants to talk about because – if we only talk, if we only, and I go to every game, so I should be the first one to be able to talk about it because nobody really sees anything rosier than me who I still tell myself, like, really, I'm going to Utah. You really want to do this way? And like, I question myself, like, here you go again. And I think to myself, yeah, of course. What else would I want to do? Like, I know for me. Beautiful Logan, Utah. Beautiful Logan, Utah. <laughs> but that's that's not how rational people think. I'm not a rational thinker in that way when it comes to age football, right? It's about passion and love. But you cannot you cannot expect a bunch of irrational people to keep supporting. We already have very rational people that donate way more money. But then I'm just like, wow, like, Auntie, you can try to hold on to that. You know, like, I feel bad for some people who are so like donate so much to the program. And to be honest, they don't care because you're not rich enough to be really cared about. That's that's what it is at the end of the day. And I don't care if people are offended by that. That's the absolute truth. 
And that's, that's not saying, and to some people that's justifiable because they could say, well, it's easier for me to work the phones trying to find like a big corporate sponsor than it is trying to fish out some money from grandma and grandpa. But quite and honestly, I bet you, I bet you try and do the, uh, try, try and call auntie and uncle, try call them and see what they would say. If your name is Todd Graham, if your name is Dave Madlin, see what they would say. Believe me, they, you would be surprised at um, maybe the reaction you get. Maybe they'd be a lot nicer than you realize. Even if they're like, nah, I'm power at UH. As soon as UH would call, they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about Because that's how Hawaii people are. They still love it. We still love what, even if we are abused by something, we still love it. We still make excuses for it. Even when things are not our substandard, the way that they're run. And then, and, and even worse, we get mad at the people who call it out. We get mad at the fans who don't even make money calling them out on their opinions. That's how sad that it can be in this fan base. That's a bigger issue. But at the same time, we are not um, in, in, and it's not all bad. You know, we can, we can fish out uh, a win against Utah state, which will be hard. Uh, but if we could, if we could win out the rest of the year, I, I think we'd, we'd have a good chance still at maybe, sneaking into um you know the mountain west championship but it would probably require us winning out i don't i don't think yeah. we can at this point um what was the final score We're for this last two. game by the way sean uh 48 34 okay that's what i thought okay so 48 34 i said 34 17 sean said 48 47 13 so he had he had a lot of points on that side but i knew new mexico state was going to score more but yeah, i also- was impressed with with new mexico state like they're not as bad as I remember them back in the whack days. They seem oh, a, a good quarterback. Yeah. Quarterback they seem a lot more confident in, in both contests. And if we go independent, we're going to be playing them four times a year. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> You're exactly right. If we go independent, we absolutely will play them at least twice a year. No doubt. Are you kidding me? We're going to yeah. make a rivalry trophy <laughs> in New Mexico State if we go independent. Uh, that's not even a joke. That, that's the absolute mm-hmm. truth. And the thing is, yeah, people talking independent, like, oh yeah, we go independent, bro. First of all, you gotta have a good administrator who can who can <laughs> knows how to schedule Line of games. And I'm not, and that's not to yeah. call on UH's current administration, which I don't think they are capable of of making a successful independent schedule. But not many people are, to be honest and to be fair to them. But still, they would those November games. And I doubt they really would be able to find anybody. Time. Yeah, especially we really have a hard time with those. You gotta November have it's games. all relationships, and that's my biggest issue uh, too. And I told you, it's relationships, just like any industry, just like any job. And what kind of relationships you have. If you don't have any relationships, it'll manifest in stuff like scheduling. When you have to schedule the same terrible team who is independent and most <laughs> desperate twice in one year. And you still have to wait until the fourth quarter to put them away to the end of the game. Right. Both, both games. Both games. So this is frustrating, but Utah State is coming up. It's going to be... Um, it's going to be a tough one, obviously. Do we? Oh, I didn't even. Oh, no, we do. Okay, here it is. So I said, I said, wow, I, I was feeling my myself and I said that we would win 25-21. So I absolutely do not probably don't see that happening now. I, I, I but I would love to. I mean, who knows? It's not going to be super cold. It'll probably be only and I will say only, but only in like maybe mid 50s. So it won't yeah, be it's like a early 30s. morning game. Yeah. Or it's like one did. o'clock. Yeah. Afternoon. Yeah. So that'll be good. Um, but I, I, 
I, I, I it's Utah State is really good, really freaking good. So yeah, they're the they're the leaders in the mountain, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So and last time and I was many, there, we lost like 40 to 0, 41 0. Right. That was, shows. Just oh, me and there. that was my grandma shellacking. died. So when my grandma, when I found my grandma's passing away too, which I thought was Apropos, I guess, given the state of our program at the time, that was that was Rolo's worst year. Actually, back then, that was a 2017 year. But, you know, that's that's what we always say, too. Those second years have always been a problem for some coaches. So, um, you know, um, Graham, and we talked about this before, but we'll ask Aaron. Um, does Graham have a I mean, what would Graham? Is there any possible way that Graham would not be retained as coach at the end of this year? Do you think? No, I don't think he's going anywhere. I mean, as long as he can, you know, have decent seasons. I mean, he doesn't yeah. plan to leave any. I mean, he said it, right? He wants to be here as long as possible. <clears throat> and um, you always give a coach three years, right, to get his players in there. So I mm-hmm. think he's good for another year. Um, he does well this year. I, I think he's, he's pretty safe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, well, even if he doesn't do well, that's what I'm saying. If he loses the rest of this, if he loses out, does he still come back? We don't have the money to buy him out. Yeah, I, mean, I think, think he comes back. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. He I mean, I, yeah, I think he comes back too. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't, but I'm saying like that. So that's one thing that I think fans should just drop at any point. If you have any issues with Graham, like, we're not getting look, it's not perfect. It's not yeah. perfect. And he deserves to criticism, and he listens. But any illusions that he's, he's going to be gone. He's a coach. Yeah, he, he absolutely is competent. His, he absolutely this is competent year coach. is proof of that. Yeah, you know, yeah. The I wheels mean, yeah, wobbled and he, yeah. You know, he's, he's just he's still looking for his grip. Um, but I there's gonna be a lot that he needs to do on and off the field, Coach Graham, to be successful in Hawaii. That I and I hope he continues to do. But um, he did. It, it has been curious that Shevin hasn't played for a, a little bit now. Um, and we don't know the nature of his injury. We just know it's an upper body injury. I, I, I re- referenced last week that in an IG post, um, one of his teammates, mm-hmm. one of Shevin's posts said that that was an interesting way for him to do shoulder therapy. So it could be shoulder, but he that's doesn't look at it. And that's hard. Like I, it doesn't mean you have to I look hope hurt. it ain't his throwing He don't shoulder. look hurt at all. You know, he don't look hurt. And that's yeah, he is for every game. So we won't throw the conspiracy. But there are people that we're talking at the game that he was ready to go. That it, a coach just didn't want him to play. So I don't know if that's true or not. And I'm not I'm not saying that that is. But that that's that's not an opinion that's too off base. Obviously, the right decision because we won. We won. He got away with it. Yeah. So. So, but you know, I mean, um, Reno game was, we got exposed too. So going back to that injury, um, what I heard on the radio, I, I could be wrong though. They said when he threw a pick at New Mexico state, he actually knocked out the player that picked him off with his right shoulder. So they're saying that's when he was injured. What do you, mean? you guys hear that? What do you mean? He knocked him. What do you mean? Well, as he went after the defender that intercepted him, he lowered his shoulder and knocked him oh, out of bounds. Oh, and that's oh. where he, you know, had the injury. Oh, possibly. Yeah, I could see that. You're right. I could see that. I, I mean, I just, it's, that was a long time ago, though, at this point. It was like, what, three weeks ago? So right. um, it's kind of a while. I mean, for something that's not like super serious, you know, like um, if, it's a, if it's a sprain or something. So. I don't know. I mean, it is seem curious that he hasn't played yet. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that, you know, it just wasn't because it was because he was hurt. But 
Um, well, it's also hard to believe because he's warming up too. So, and he's like throwing balls as well. So, Aren't and walking both out. Quarterback supposed to play this weekend, though. Isn't that the word? Um, I don't know. Did you read that? Yeah, they're said they're saying that both quarterbacks are supposed to play. Who, where, who said that? Uh, I, I, I think I heard on the radio said both quarterbacks, and then I, mean, um, I think Shager's got one more game. And then his red shirt year is gone, right? Yeah, that's that another thing his- too. So, I mean, maybe, you know, coach just wants him to get his reps in while he has a chance to, you know, not burn a, a, a red shirt year. Um, and maybe that's true. And he knows that he can, he doesn't have to take chances with Shevin. So I, I, I'm just saying like, it is, it is strange. We, this is a very mysterious injury because when it's not being, and that could just be coach, but I don't remember any other player where we really don't know the nature of the injury like this. And it's like this long and it's still like being talked about in vague terms. And he looks healthy. Like he looks healthy. He looks normal. So um, that's going to be, obviously we don't know what's going on, but that's what we're noting because that's something that we need to talk about. If it's, if it's kind of an elephant in the room, um, but going forward, you know, we have a lot of, uh, you know, we don't have too much winnable or games that are going to be simple games. Even Jimmy's, UNLV playing on the mainland is going to UNLV be. always plays us tough. Yeah, UNLV does. That's true. They and do. they've been oh. in every game. They've been on every, like, just about every game they've been in. They've lost, yeah. but they've lost close. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's going to be a tough. Every game is going to be tough. I mean, San, we have Utah State, then we have San Diego State, then UNLV, then Wyoming, or Colorado State, and then Wyoming. Like, Those Colorado are State, games. I think, lost recently. Um, so maybe, I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see. But the good news is that we, we should have fans in the last two games. Um, like I said, mahalo to Calvin, who got me into the game. I wasn't one of the special people who got tickets, but from other Yeesh. sources. But, you know, Calvin Name Turner. dropper. I am going to because, you know, some people appreciate what I do, you know, so that's that's nice, um, you know, but uh, we I, I just hope that everyone that wants to go can get a ticket, can be there. And that's the thing. I'm excited. I'm super excited to check this out and to just see yeah. UH football in person. So, yeah, yeah, long time for me. yeah what, what were you saying, Aaron? Me too. You know, like I told you guys last time I was on, you know, um, I live right right near the stadium, so you can actually see the, the lights and hear the music and the band right from the house. And it's hard to be that close and mm. still not able to to go, you know. And I'm sitting there watching on my pay per view, and you know, what did uh, what was when Mackin was coach? What did they, what did they always say? There's nothing like being there, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, and yeah. like, like I used to <laughs> fly right. across the ocean you know, just to watch yeah. a game. Yeah, and I'm right down the road, and you know, we can't go, so. If I can get in, you know, the last two home games, that'd be perfect. Yeah, I think I hope a lot of people can be there because I know that everyone's been waiting for so long. And and also that so many people have been, you know, just just it. it yeah, I, I just I know that I, I mean, I've been lucky, right? I've gone to I went to three games last year um, during the pandemic and I've been to a bunch of games this year, all the road games and now another a home game. But. Home games will be interesting. I'm excited to see more fans. I think that'll bring more spirit, but it is an interesting venue. Um, we'll just put it that complex. It is a very complex complex uh, because it is, 
going to have adjustments. It's not a lot of stadium, you know, and I think a part of the stadium is what give it so much allure, our program. I mean, every, all of those old highlights, you see the stadium in the background. Like there's a reason mm-hmm. you see the stadium in the background. People are like, oh man, look at how the stand. Everybody looks at. Everyone always looks at the stands too, right? Whenever we look at old footage, whenever we look at old photos to see what it was like, the the crowd was like. But I don't know. I don't know those days will ever come back. I, don't, I really don't. I, I just I don't see a commitment by our school to 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 earn to aim to earn new fans, and not just earning them by hiring coaches that win like that's the one part of your job like the coaching is winning and not going to bring fans back i mean even coaches losing will still have fans like it doesn't matter like trapasso was around rolovich proved that yeah i mean we have it both sides that it doesn't matter even if you win even if you lose like it really doesn't matter it's it's the culture that you bring around your program too which is important and if the culture is not something that hawaii is prioritizing anymore and by hawaii i mean our state because even if you are not a uh fan and you are just a resident of hawaii you have an opinion of white football or you know about hawaii football like like literally your taxpayer money is going to help subsidize this program so you you should be you know cognizant of how your your taxpayer dollars are being spent anyways but i hope that it, it it's still something that people think is important because i just don't think that a lot of other people think is important and that's I don't think I've been proved wrong when, especially when Ige is, is being so stubborn while the rest of the country is indoors. Like it's crazy, right? It should have happened all the time. As I'm saying, we always wait so long and then they still want praise even after things change. Like, rah, I can't, it's a big sheesh right there for some of these guys. <laughs> but You know, it's, it's been, uh, it's been a crazy season. Uh, we are, uh what four and four now sean or um four and yeah four, yeah, four, four five hundred four, four yeah, yeah four and four we beat go twice state twice um which is good portland state we beat portland state and you yeah, know we Fresno. at least we got one good win i would say yeah i would say like of the of the games that really count we're a solid like one and two i would say the san jose game and reno game i mean any any conference games you know the conference games are the important games Period. The yeah. conference games are the important games. So that's why, you know, if we if we show up the way we can um, against Utah State, who knows? And we can continue this march. Uh, but uh, Aaron, any any last comments? Uh, I know we had uh, uh, we, uh, you know, conversations that we've had together um, are always UH centered. And I wanted you to have this chance too to kind of talk about the things that you wanted to bring up, but it was everything addressed. I know you always, you like to say, Hey, yeah. let's talk about some of the show. You know, um, when I, when I saw the Cole Brennan celebration, you know, I saw only the TV portion of it. You know, I, I, I really wish that there had scheduled it on a day when we had 9,000 fans in there. And I, I just think we could have celebrated him so much more than what we did. I mean, I'm sure they put a lot of effort into it and everyone did their part. But you know, I just think we can be better. You know, you think about what he did for the state of Hawaii and coming back and, you know, skipping his senior year to essentially play for the state. I think more could have been done, you know, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. just by the school, but by the, by the state as well. You know, yep. I mean, everybody was a UH fan back then. Yeah. You know, it's like everyone, you know, it was like it, it did so much for the state. And I just think, you know, we could have done more to celebrate him. Mm-hmm. You know, you talk to people and they always bring up the negative aspects of Cole Brennan. 
And I think so easily we forget, you know, what he did, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it's, I don't know. I moved to Hawaii back in 2013 and that was one of the big things for me is, Oh, I don't have to travel, you know, across the ocean anymore. The stadium is right down the freeway and the roar of that crowd and everything. But, you know, I would talk to coworkers and, and friends and, Hey, you going to the game this weekend? Oh no. I used to, I used to watch them when they were good. Mm-hmm. Oh no, yeah. I give up on UH already. So it's just like the yeah. same pattern, you know, um, mm-hmm. I think more could have been done for, for the celebration of Cobra. Yeah. And and still Amen. and still and still moving forward, I think there's more the school and the state can do, you know. Yeah, and if not, they couldn't have rescheduled this year. They should have done it when he was alive. And that's my biggest. Right. It makes I was like, you do it the year. Why? Why this year? Oh, because he died. <laughs> Literally, think about that. The only reason is because he died. Because he died. Yeah, is why we're doing this now, which really saddens me the most. Because mm. his playing career was clearly been over for a, 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 a long while. A while. And he's a guy that's been in the dumps for a long while now. And I even I'm so glad that even the day I got to talk to him, that he was on his on an upward swing. And I think I helped to keep his mood high because, you know, we talked about good things that and the, and the good days and the things that you said that we forgot about. Right. And. Um, that's the thing people forgot about it, but it's, it's, it's not a bad time to bring it back out when it's time to, um, you know, show off how you're going to, cause honor it was him. easy. They took the easy way out. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier that way. <sighs> but, shout know, out, shout great. out to Corey Bethley, the mountain West two time, two time defensive player of the week. Yeah, right. was awesome well, I, I was I, I was with him the whole way. I watched him telegraph that that pick six. I mean, so fast I can't get my camera out. That's, that's the only thing I can't do with those pick sixes. And we had two. <laughs> right. Um, you know, that was, that was pretty had cool. One too. Yeah, the Mosal one was real cool. I know I had to rush get my camera. I was like, oh, this guy is just picking balls in the middle of the air. But um, you know, I I we have a lot of positive things to look forward to. And I, I want to come in, Coach Graham. I think that there are things that, like I said, that they do. Uh, earnestly try and change, right? It, it's impossible to have a coach too. Usually, that you're going to agree with everything. It doesn't matter. There are people that still disagree with Rolovich when he was, you know, winning yeah. games the hard way. Um, and Rolovich, I thought, proved himself before he left UH. I, I, I thought he could have done more and probably would have set himself up for a different Pac-12 job and maybe wouldn't have have to deal with all of what he's dealing with now. But I, I also can't fault him for wanting to leave a school that probably didn't really support a lot of his goals because they weren't supportive of growing the program in a way that um, was on par with the rest of the Small country. Time. I mean, Joan Jones talked about SMU so much before mm-hmm. he left SMU. He always talked about that. He always gushed over their stadium every time he was in their tiny stadium too on campus. So now we want to finally do the on-campus thing um, I'm for it, but it's got to be good. And I, in its current iteration, especially if everything there is already hard and fast attached there, like, I don't know what they're going to make it look like. I, 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 I mean, they got to fill in the pukas. There are some pukas obviously that they can fill in yeah. in between, but even when you fill in the pukas and it's going to be small, I mean, that's an FCS stadium. It's not a, it's not an FBS right. stadium. It's certainly not a mountain West stadium. So we shall see. We shall see. But mahalo um, to all of those who have been listening every week. Um, please continue to join us if you can on social media at on Instagram at HI Sports Fans or 
on Twitter at HI Sports Fans. Or if you want to check us out on our website, we're going to be posting a lot of tours uh, coming up soon. We, like I said, got our Tennessee Titans at Rams at SoFi for our 808 Titan fans to take a, a gander at. It's a, it's a great deal that I might have to take off down soon because it's too good of a deal, probably, actually. I mean, it's air, it's room. Two nights. It's all your yeah, I don't get that. That's too cheap, man. It is right now, but I'm throwing <laughs> out the line. I'm throwing out the line. So if you are into it, I'm going to put you on Hawaiian Airlines um, because we're going to have a lot of tours coming up. And this is something that I want people to get used to because, you know, growing up in Hawaii, too, um, and being somebody that went from East Coast or West Coast home a lot, did that trip like um, that Aaron does. You know, it's it's not a bad five hour. It's it's long, but it's not bad. Like you, you could, you could do it on the weekends. Like it's, it's not like so far people drive from, you know, San Francisco to LA. That's at least five hours. And people do that every week. I mean, some people that's their commute, you know, so it's, it's not a bad thing. And sometimes you don't need that long. You just want to get away, get on the plane, sit down, land, get a few, you know, drinks in, get some dinner, sleep the next day, get everything taken care of, go to the game. At SoFi, um, you can have a car and park or, you know, we can help you set up the transportation and, you know, just go home on Monday. So maybe take off Monday or uh, we can find a way that you can leave the latest flight on Sunday night. And believe me, we've done it. We do it for the Super Bowl. I do Super Bowl tours in under um, 36 hour Super Bowl tours. And those are some of the best because like Super Bowl, you know, 54, the best Super Bowl of all time. Obviously, the Chiefs winning and beating Niners. Um, that was fun because we went straight from our, you know, stadium in, in Miami Garden straight to the, the airport and for our 215 flights um, back to Hawaii. So AM. Oh. Um, so talk about getting in and out. I mean, that's that's what I love about the Super Bowl. They always have those flights. Um, you know, but that's the kind of things I know because I've been to six Super Bowls and I've squandered a lot of my money away and my retirement. But hey, you know, some of us have to, to I, you know, this life chose me. So I, I have to do what I got to do. Um, but, you know, I, I want to bring you all with me. And if you have any other games you want to go to, thank you for reaching out. Uh, we got a bunch of UH games left on on the docket. I, I don't have anything major planned for you. And I'll be... I, I'm hoping to just take it chill that week. It's going to be a crazy weekend, but I know a lot of you will be there, but I'm going to try and put on some events. So, um, like I said, we have our mailing list at hisportsfans.com. Please check that out. Uh, Email info at hisportsfans.com. I'll call you back up personally um, if you have any questions about tours or any help that you need. And let's go out there. Let's go make some memories together on the road. Uh, But for Sean Iman and Aaron Montoya, uh, this is Wayne Coito. We'll talk to you guys all next week on the Rainbow Wrap-Up. Take care. Aloha. Hey, Dara. Go Bulls.